Hello, and thank you for listening to Bit Party, a show where we take minor details from popular movies and use them to create ideas for new movies that we then sell to Hollywood for $4 million. This week, the brothers learn to tell the difference between good dates and bad dates. This is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thank you for listening to Bit Party. My name is Brendan Cotta. My name is Jared Cotta. I'm Marshall Cotta. And I'm Landis Cotta. Guys, we're on the second podcast. How do you how do you how do you feel like it's going so far? It's going it's Terrible. going pretty good. Terrible. You feel like you've hit your stride oh, as podcasters. I feel <laughs> like I am getting better at it, but I'm not there yet. Um, but I'm happy to be, I'm happy that we're back. I'm happy that they hired us for a second episode. <laughs> they, they, Bit Party yeah, Productions. Yeah. Bit Party Productions. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely Bra- market improvement in Jared. Uh, Landis. Yeah. Landis is getting You've worse. actually made negative progress. Yeah, as a podcaster, it's not going so great. <laughs> well, is it going great in any kind of part of your life? <laughs> um, man. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing yeah? good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So what have you guys been watching lately? I like we go over this. Uh, you know, we watch these kind of older movies, but it's not like we're not keeping up with pop culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Truly, truly. Do you, would you like to start, Linus? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Ashamed of what he's watching. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've been watching lately. I've been watching uh, that show on Netflix, Black Mirror. Have you guys watched that one? Oh, I've only it's seen like a, a few episodes of it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen the first and second episode. It's kind of like a contemporary Twilight Zone, but uh, all the episodes Yeah, it, are, is. it it's is. It's really frustrating. Uh, I don't think anything good uh, <laughs> happens in any of those episodes. No. Like, no, no, there's no good yeah. ending or, like, lesson. It's just like, and nope. they're dead. There isn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there are no lessons to be learned. At least Twilight Zone had lessons to learn. This one is not so much of that. It's yeah. Really tough. It's like, life is shitty. Yeah, life is shitty. <laughs> Black Mirror. That should be the, that should be the slogan. Uh, we just saw the dope new Spider-Man Homecoming, and it was really good, and I really liked the Spider-Man. I'm not a big Tobey Maguire man, mm-hmm. um, but I thought this kid did a great job. Like, he looked the part, and he was just very, like, charming and likable. Yeah. Uh, what did, Marshall Landis, what did you guys think? I, I actually really liked it. I have an article open right now that's called Every Version of Spider-Man Ranked from Worst to Best. Uh, um... And I'm trying to. I'll is tell you. Why is that up? No, it just it, comes yeah, up when he opens the Google. Have <laughs> it up. Looper.com. Shout out to Looper.com. Shout out. Send us money. Please send us money. Sponsor <laughs> us. Uh, uh, Marshall, did, is there anything you want to talk about that you've watched, or are you all on the you all watch Spider Man and you're you're enjoying that? We uh yeah we all watch Spider Man. Well I got, I got something. Oh wait, Landis, wait. What? Uh, who's the best Spider Man? Yeah, who's the best Spider? I can't. Okay, so the article is three paragraphs long and does not give an actual list of <laughs> Spider-Man. 
<laughs> or a ranking. All right, shout out revoked really from does. Looper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I've been watching uh, American Horror Story. Oh, just, you have? Uh, yeah, I, I, I have. I like that show. So Friend doesn't like it. Six right but... now. No, I like it. Oh, okay. Of the first season, Landis. First season, yeah, the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll keep enjoying that. I, I think that's a great. That's a great show. I like that it changes the pl- the plot each season. Yeah, yeah. If I can put in my very okay. obvious three cents. <laughs> hot take. Here's a hot take. Sure, sure. My favorite part is the very obvious part. <laughs> My least favorite part is that I feel like uh, Kathy Bates's character is never very consistent from season to season. I can't really grasp what she <laughs> wants. Yeah, don't really know what her character is. Um, I I do like it, but I will say that the first season is the best. Yeah, I think I thought Hotel was good too. Um, Hotel was very good, except for the last few episodes. But I won't say anything more because Landis is in the in the midst of it. Uh, Lady Gaga slayed that episode or that season. I'm excited. She's bah. I would love. I can tell Marshall. I can tell Marshall's getting sick of the banter. (laughs) Marshall, are you sick of our banter? I'm just not participating. (laughs) That's my guy. (laughs) <laughs> Marshall, Marshall That's needs to be Marshall's our director He keeps us on track Yep He watched Spider-Man He said his piece well, I don't know what more, what more needs to be said He's yeah, doing good <laughs> He's, He's doing good <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god uh. Uh, Marshall just wants me to get on With the, with the stupid summary uh, he didn't watch the movie. He's very curious of what's it about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you, you want to do a rundown for me? <laughs> yeah, I'll get to work. All right. So, okay. So, um, uh, you know, one one thing that I really wanted to point out at, at the very beginning of this movie uh, that's really important at that is that this movie is not called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. This movie is just this movie is just called. The, Ra- yeah. the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? Yeah. That yeah, it's because I, I was looking for it on IMDb and I was like, well, this what the hell? Where is it? Yeah. And then that, as it turns out, yeah, there's no Indiana. This was the first Indiana Jones. There's no Indiana Jones in front of it. So it I don't even know. Not even really sure who the main character is here. <laughs> <laughs> Marion Ravenwood. Marion and the Raiders. So Nazis in the sand. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, do you think that wasn't Egypt still a British colony? And then there's just a bunch of Nazis wandering around. I don't know. Actually, maybe not. I don't know well, history it takes that well. Place during like during World War Two. So no, India right, definitely technically was. right before right. World War Two. It, it takes so it starts in uh, this jungle, and when and as Indy's walking through this jungle, it flashes South America. 1936. That's Whoa. crazy to me. Oh, wow. Did you guys catch that? No. That's, that's so much... 1936? 1936. Like, Indiana Jones is so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's know. a middle-aged man in this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know... I don't know what time... The other... What year the other ones take place in, but it, nothing about this film ever scream 1936 to me. Right. No, that's true. (laughs) 
So it, it, it's it's a great opening. Part of that opening scene is one of the most famous scenes I reckon in any Indiana Jones movie yeah, with the absolutely. boulder. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So he steals this gold artifact. Well, he almost steals it, but then his his arch rival Balak shows up when he gets out Frank of the cage. Balak. Yeah, that asshole. And he uh, <laughs> and he steals the gold uh, idol from Indy mm-hmm. and then Indy does like an escape and he ends up back in wherever the hell uh, did it ever say what, what university he was at? Uh, I want to say Harvard but I could be wrong I know he got his like PhD from University of Chicago yeah so Indy goes back to Harvard we, we, we believe and um, it's when he gets his assignment from the, the FBI or some, some feds uh, to go and track down the lost Ark of the Covenant. Well, it's a very powerful uh, artifact. artifact, I guess. Or we don't know how powerful it is, but it would be pretty worthwhile to find. One can assume. One assumes it's that it has the power lightning. of God. Yeah, that's right, because of drawing in a book. Because they never exaggerated <laughs> back then. <laughs> so they know it's in. They know it's in Egypt. But before he yeah. before he goes to Egypt, he has to go to Nepal because uh, he's got this uh, hard drinking adventure dame that he that he knows. <laughs> She's an old fling, and uh, she has uh, exactly what he needs, if you know what I mean. And what I mean is a small gold piece that can reflect light. Nice. So yes. <laughs> so in Nepal, in Nepal, we also encounter um, a character, uh, sweaty German. And, oh God, uh, so, everybody's so sweaty in this movie. Yeah. Their sweat budget was <laughs> through the roof. Sweaty movie. <laughs> he's in Nepal where it's freezing, but he's sweating his ass off. <laughs> Everybody else goes out in the snow, and he comes in, and he's wiping sweat off of his Nazi brow. Uh. So Indiana Jones does a little, uh, there's a little scene where he saves her and, uh, you know, they go off and, uh, they, they head out to Egypt now, right? That's what's going on. Yeah. That's when they they fly to Cairo. So they go to, they go to Egypt now and, uh, we meet up with, uh, with his buddy Salah, who I don't really know anything about him. I don't know what the point of that guy was. Um, (laughs) just comedic relief, I guess. Yeah. He's like a larger man, comedic relief. So Sala and Indiana Jones are going to this well, dig site, and they just kind of wandering <laughs> around. Yeah, the, there's like a, a chamber that they need to find that'll point them in the right direction, and they know that the Nazis don't have like they're not digging in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They know that, so they they but they I, I liked how they were just kind of wandering around the dig site. Like it was no big deal. Like they re- they didn't really have mm. good disguises on. They just wore what everybody else was wearing. You're wearing a turban. All right, go ahead. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> and um, I I think it it's important to mention that in this time, uh, before that, uh, uh, Marion is captured. So she is a a prisoner of the Nazis. Oh, yeah. Yep. Anyways, so. Things seem to be going pretty good after they find out the real location. Um, they're like a football field away with like a hundred men digging. But nobody's noticing them. <laughs> so, so things are going great. <laughs> but God damn it, it's like right over there. <laughs> Fuck. Nuts. Yeah, it was so close. But unfortunately, <laughs> they don't work fast enough. 
and uh, and and eventually they look up, <laughs> the Nazis look up, <laughs> and they realize they realize that a bunch of people with pickaxes are like off site and clearly doing something. So they walk, they walk, they do it, they do the hundred yard walk over to where the their mortal enemies were. There this was close. There's, this close. There was one scene in the tent with Marion where she's talking to Balak and uh, he uh, he un, uh, unties her and he's going to give her food and water and she says and he says they haven't been treating you nice and she says what kind of friends do you have and I just kept on thinking Nazis Nazi Your friends, friends are Nazis right? yeah. he's like she says <laughs> they didn't feed me or give me any food what kind of friends are these <laughs> and I was like come on that's yeah but I just thought that was funny, especially after I did a little research into the timeline and I knew that they were... Like, people already knew that Nazis were kind of assholes. So they, they find... Uh, they figure out that Indiana Jones is in that hole and they uh, they close it up on him. Um, and as the Marion snakes are... inside. Yeah, Marion is thrown inside. And so in order to yeah. escape, he destroys these priceless artifacts uh, in this cavern <laughs> and knocks down this wall. <laughs> Just goes right through an ancient. Oh yeah. Also, like this, this like (laughs) mysteriously hidden whatever is above ground. Like they make it out, and like half of it is above ground. Uh, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, but they had to go through that like crypt first, you know. Yeah, like they had to dig (laughs) what five feet down to get to the crypt. (laughs) It was nineteen. Damn it! (laughs) They didn't know that much. Uh, and then we get to uh, that classic fighting scene with the muscly Nazi. Yeah, where they're with the plane. The, so he he defeats the muscly Nazi by ducking at the last second as the plane's uh, um, propeller goes around and cuts him to bits. Anyways, also while while they're doing that, they blow up that plane. So uh, you know the Nazis can't get the Ark of the Covenant back to I don't know Berlin or. Do you think really? the art yeah, is fragile? Because really. they're playing pretty fast and loose next to, like, a priceless ancient artifact. <laughs> <laughs> next, what kind of goes on is uh, there's a big car chase scene, right? And there's it's a pretty epic car chase, I would say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You and agree? I love that he's on a horse. That's he so starts like, on a horse, yeah. Oh, I know. That's so, like, iconic American. He's yeah. killing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude is a legend, that's for sure. That's just, that is a he wild is. car chase. God, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Such a good scene. It's such a good scene. He makes it so they. He actually he knocks him off the road. He, he damages the car and he gets the Ark of the Covenant back to uh, Cairo. I, I think they get on this boat and uh, Sala's friend is the captain and he's going to take him to. I don't know. Um, I think Britain because that's where like the uh, the museum is, right? I, the reason why I think that maybe it was an American museum is because the feds are involved. That's the only thing, you know. Oh, that's they true. Mm-hmm. So Indiana Jones and Marion are on this boat, and uh, it, this is one of my favorite scenes because he like takes off his shirt and pretends to be kind of injured, like he has a few bumps and bruises, even though he just like fell into a cave, mm-hmm. uh, a, stone wall, a stone wall collapsed <laughs> on him. Uh, he was being he was punched many times in the face by the muscly Nazi. <laughs> he was dragged over a dirt road and shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that part oh, looks really Oh, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. that shot. 
God. And he's only he's only got like a couple scrapes on his chest that are supposed to represent like all the bad <laughs> things that have happened to him. And his face. Yeah, is... God forbid anything happened to like his face or disfigure him or anything like that. Oh, he looks still perfectly handsome, and I love that that scene kind of culminates <laughs> in him like trying to get it on with Marion, and she's sort of into it. But then, being the legend that he is, he just falls asleep on her. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like, <laughs> he plays so much catch and release with Marion, like that's their entire backstory. Unfortunately, the Nazis are using all of their military force to get this fucking box. <laughs> Is that a surprise though? Somebody definitely radioed Hitler and was like, So we totally found the Ark of the Covenant, like the thing that makes any army unstoppable. He would d- redirect all of his resources to that. That's true, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, yeah. go for it. And so this uh-huh. U-boat stops the passenger boat, and um, and they take Marion, right? And then... Yep. And then Indy, it said online that he rode on the Periscope. Really? That was Whoa. how he... Yeah. God damn. He's not a man on for that, backup plans. But I wow. was like, this seems to be a severe lack of understanding of how submarines function. Like, dude, what if it just dove? You'd be screwed. But he had to he had to sneak in, you know. And he he ends up there uh, with an RPG, and he's threatening to blow up the Ark of the Covenant, but he can't do it because he loves archaeology so much, <laughs> and this artifact means so much to him. <laughs> he's gonna let so, the Nazis win because he can't the, blow up the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, he's gonna let the Nazis <laughs> win because he of the archaeologist code. <laughs> Damn it! Cut it's for this to... exact situation. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, it is for that exact situation. I Arc- think. Section two. Given the option to blow up the Ark of the Covenant, don't. do not do it. Decline. Do not do it. Do not decline. Do it. decline. <laughs> Politely decline. Yeah. So, so next... he doesn't do it, and they uh, right they decide to to crack that bad boy open. Yeah, they're gonna crack mm-hmm. that open with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Topical. Nice. Good meme. Uh, that's a good meme use. That's a good <laughs> reference to a meme. They're gonna crack that covenant open with the boys. <laughs> but this, uh, but this scene is super iconic. Uh, they open the Ark of the Covenant, and uh, at first they're entranced by its beauty, and then all of a sudden a bunch of demons are flying around, and uh, everybody's face melts, and Bullock's Bal- uh, head yep. explodes. Yeah. He explodes. So Nazi armies defeated boy, forever. Like, no, actually, so so what came out of that box was the wrath of God. It takes over that scene, and the Jewish people get a little early retribution for what the Nazis are about to do. Although uh, a little more effort would have been uh, helpful the next ten to fifteen years, I would say, from Yahweh. Uh, so he kills like a, a group of Nazis, but a little, little, little early. Uh, yeah, that box might have been a little bit helpful later on in the war. Maybe they yeah, shouldn't have so locked it up quite so Brendan, quick. Why don't you? Yeah, true. They had the ultimate weapon. <laughs> yeah, so Brendan, <laughs> Brendan's referencing Brendan, Lannis and Brendan are referencing the fact that once they uh, return the Ark, it gets locked away in this giant military warehouse where they decide not to use it to defeat Hitler. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. that, they probably don't know how to use it. 
Open yeah. it. <laughs> open it and open it and yeah. Wear Everybody it and look close away. Your eyes. Put a bandana over your face. <laughs> Step one. God will do. <laughs> Gotta the have rest. a little. <laughs> There's a big snake in the play, Jock. Oh, that's a pet snake, Reggie. I hate snakes, Jock. I hate you. There's something I I kind of want to know. What what is the point of of Indiana Jones' fear of snakes? Like, does that make him a more human character? He's doing yeah. all this ridiculous stuff. The good thing, the one thing he's afraid of isn't like Nazis or being. Yeah. The biggest fear was Nazis. Yeah, right. Probably have declined the mission. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had enough right humor. It's unavoidable. We're moving into our favorite portion of the of the podcast, which is when we all four of us pitch our movie. I, Brennan, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about it. All right. So in this segment, we take uh, bit characters that we noticed in the movie, kind of background players, and um, using them, we craft a whole new movie that works within the same universe, but could potentially have almost nothing to do with yes. the original yes. plot. Well, um, anyways, so so let's, let's let's do this thing. This is this is the part. Yeah, we have we have had one episode yep. of practice, and so if yeah. this isn't a home run, we're never gonna get it. <laughs> I hope they enjoyed it. Yeah, we're getting, canceled, we're getting canceled after this. <laughs> this could be our series finale if we don't nail this. Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? Jared seems really excited about this. I want him to go first. All right. I'm excited. I that like works. This movie. All Keep right, in mind, so... we did use Jared's last time, so uh, yeah. does that make for good radio? Okay. No, we, yeah. Let's <laughs> hear this out. <laughs> okay, so. The character that I chose was a fatty FBI agent. Uh, can somebody help me with the name? Look that up while I'm while I'm going uh, through. He was got uh, it. William Hootkins, Major Eaton. Yeah, there he is. Major Eaton. Right, so my character. <laughs> so, so, wait! Don't say anything. Don't okay. say anything, Landis. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. No, don't say anything. Let me take the. <laughs> I know what you're looking at. I know what you're looking at. This this man. My character is is Major Eaton, the fatty FBI agent. And I know what Landis is ch- chuckling about. He was Red Six, a.k.a. Porkins, in Star Wars, in the no! first Star Wars. You yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What, what a guy. I'm sorry, so, uh, this is... Jared, I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's not at all what I was laughing at. Oh, really? What were you laughing at? Major Eaton? Yeah. <laughs> He was like, I don't want another name like Porkins. What about oh, me? No. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. That's awesome. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's what we were laughing about. That's so good. Shrimp Lincoln's is such a dick. That's actually even better. Wow, you really hated fatty. this actor. <laughs> Anyways, okay, okay, all right, focus. So, oh, so wow. my, my movie for, for Major Eaton's... A.K. <laughs> a- a- <laughs> so it's FBI Fatty, aka Major Eaton's, aka Porkins Red Six. Oh my God, maybe that's his code name. <laughs> yeah, I want that. Hopefully, that's his actual. That's his agent name, Porkins. Your agent name will be Porkins. Can it be something else? <laughs> oh man. So my, my so my movie is is. Major Eaton's getting a promotion so that he is the he is in charge of that federal warehouse full of super dangerous uh, relics <laughs> that can destroy the world. 
and it's like a cop comedy or like a like a, a law enforcement comedy but with some drama added because there's going to be a heist to steal uh, some of the relics so oh i like that so that's that's the one so that's that's major eaton's trying to protect the the warehouse of uh of priceless and super dangerous uh relics that's awesome nice gives us a lot of like room for creativity with what like other relics could be yeah, I figure it will be the exact opposite of uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it will be exactly like it. might be exactly Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> uh, all right, can I go? No. Oh. Yes, you can go. <laughs> um, all right, so without the character that I am going to use, that whole first scene, I think, couldn't have happened. Um, I, I assume that there are Hovitos that are in charge of taking care of uh, the booby-trapped caves to make sure that it all still works and that uh, the darts are restocked and everything. Um, so I want to make one that's like an office-esque uh, comedy where it's uh, them going through and setting up and disposing of the dead bodies, restocking the tarantulas, and um, just having some uh, in front of the uh, in front of the camera banter. Maybe there's a love story. Mm. Maybe there's a like a Jim and Pam Hovitos thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to and to clarify, the Hovitos are the native people that are uh, helping uh, it, Bullock mm. um, take that idol from yeah. Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't they don't know what they're doing, but they uh, they are in fact Nazis. <laughs> yeah, there was a surprising <laughs> amount of people that died in this movie that were not Nazis. A lot of Nepalese people. They're Nazi well, yeah. You have to assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's okay. It's okay with me that they die if they're helping the Nazis. I mean, let's be honest. Fair, <laughs> fair. You know, they're just Sherpas. Yeah, they don't deserve our sympathy. Mm-hmm. We're Brendan. We're Jews. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we are them. We. Are... <laughs> Those were our ancestors coming out of that out of that covenant. <laughs> All right, who wants to go All next? Right. All right, I like it. I think Marshall should go next. I'll go next. Yeah, so mine was actually close to close to Jared's. Um, mine just focused around the guy who was actually in there, in the uh, government facility, just sorting out all the, um, the the weapons and stuff. My movie was just basically about him after hours, going one by one through each crate. Marshall is more of a night at the museum. To my yeah, Paul uh, yeah. right. Man, we got two yeah, stellar yeah. comedies to work off of. <laughs> uh, Oscar snubs, <laughs> if you will. Uh, Landis, you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. So, um, uh, when uh, when Indiana Jones and um, Marion first arrive in uh, Cairo, right? They get to Cairo after Cairo, the call. Yeah. They do get to Cairo, yes. They're they're being hosted by this family, right? And <laughs> they have this Nazi monkey with them. This lady is just I don't know if you guys noticed, but she's just astounded with the animal. Like she says, "What is this creature?" <laughs> I did <laughs> like, notice that line. <laughs> it's a monkey. There are monkeys in Egypt. I looked it. I looked it up. There are monkeys in Egypt. Read Always have been. What the, lady says that? The the one that's the hosting, one that's them? hosting them. When they first get to Cairo. So, like, no building way. off the fact that she doesn't know what animals are, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to do a, um, 
a non-fiction sort of thing where she's just being taken around various places in the world and being introduced <laughs> to animals. <laughs> it must be so frustrating for Sala to recount this adventure. Like, yeah, then Indy fell into a pit of snakes. A pit of what? Oh, what? <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> They're snakes! I think, I think what would make that really great is if she also teamed up with Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so it's like but it's two incredible ends of the spectrum one person that knows nothing about animals and the other that can talk to them and knows all of much. them yeah. <laughs> that's doctor. incredible yeah like their adventures <laughs> but but yeah basically just a documentary of her discovering <laughs> various <laughs> fauna <laughs> <laughs> then he jumped on a horse. I don't. You're, this is all Latin to me. <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. So we have uh, we have uh, Fatty Federal Agent, yeah. aka yeah. Uh, Porkins, aka Major Eaton, oh. in a yeah. Paul Blart mall car sort of uh, uh, storyline. Where he's protecting the relics. The we got the the native uh, South Americans, the Juvitos, the Juvitos, who have to uh, go through the trouble of restocking all of the traps in every uh, cave in South America, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the comedy and just and just the office pranks that ensue <laughs> and that kind of stuff. You can imagine. You can ima- probably imagine that they're. Pretty brutal. <laughs> the Dwight character <laughs> dies halfway <laughs> through. The <laughs> Dwight character is not going to make it. <laughs> then you have, then you have a, a touching uh, story about an old man that works in a fabulously dangerous warehouse. And, <laughs> and then uh, he just find him one day his... with his face like completely melted. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I feel like he wouldn't ends. get very far. Yeah, I think he wouldn't get like, very far. If we went that route, he would have to not know until this would have to be the story of him discovering what's actually in those boxes. Uh-huh. But the final <laughs> movie is uh is uh, uh a woman, <laughs> a woman that knows does... nothing about animals <laughs> going on a series of adventures that <laughs> only involve animals and her her wild bewilderment. This is a tough one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, so I kind of like Landis's. I, I do like Landis's. I, I also feel. I, I would cast my vote for combining Jared's and Marshall's into like the story follows Major Eaton. Ooh, you know what? But you have a character who's like clearly has no idea what's going on in this place, and they just have to keep lying to him, and he's just a reoccurring character. Uh huh. Bren, you're combining a, a combo. Alright, let me genius. check the rule book. Let me check the rule book. Yeah, check that rule book. Yeah, looks like we're good. Okay, cool. Oh, that's a combo pack. A two for one. <laughs> Man, this is this is something we've never done before in the first episode. <laughs> before this, uh, the first episode is something we've never done before. Period. <laughs> this is setting a dangerous precedent. Yeah, but I love right. it. yeah. This right. I, I, no, but we live life on the edge mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and we all collaborate anyway. And you know what? They are yeah, and we're we're working together here, and they are basically the same setting. Uh, yeah. So yeah. essentially, yeah, uh, a couple bit part characters. Uh, and you know what? They're having their own bit party. And if you have a problem so, with it, let us know on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but 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 also, don't, come on, don't don't use pro, so much profanity. <laughs> Yeah, take it easy. Jerry. 
Take it easy with the Jew joke. <laughs> <laughs> we might want to erase. We might want to erase really? that part from the podcast. Wow. Well, goddammit, anywhere doesn't it hurt? Here. Here. What we're gonna do next is we're going to create our four million dollar idea, and we're taking a little sprinkle of Marshall's. And a little sprinkle of mine, and we're making it into an amazing film. Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna have to go through, like I said earlier, the different parts. So let, let's let's get this baby rolling. So I was thinking it would intro the, the beginning of this film. And Marshall, you're gonna have to jump in a little bit with your character because I only kind of worked on mine. Yes. But I'll definitely, we'll definitely all help. But I thought that the the opening scene would be uh, Major Eaton getting that promotion. I think you can get like, it from FDR directly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, directly from directly from FDR, giving him a a big promote or calling him into his office, and he's no, oh, this is the big day, yep. and he gets promoted to that just dreary warehouse, and he knows he knows what's up. Unlike Marshall's character, he knows what's up. So I think simultaneously, Marshall's character should get promoted to the night shift or he should get promoted to being able to use the forklift what do you think about that Ooh. oh yeah that's cool wow yeah. yeah so they both get like promotions but they're on different sides of this uh oh this, yeah uh, good hierarchy. Idea, good idea. yeah and you kind of you kind of introduce what um that guy and his like whole crew think is going on in that super secret base yeah, but I think yeah. what's great is that he is that Major Eaton is like a little bit upset that he got just put back into this rear, even though it's a promotion. He's upset because he he knows he's just going to be protecting a bunch of boxes. Yep, kind of taking um, off the exciting field. But on work. the other hand, on the other hand, Marshall's character is really excited. So he's stoked always wanted to drive the fourth. Bro, he's big, so stoked. Yep, promotion. Um, so I was thinking that then then we got to go to the conflict. So it has to be some major world power, some evil world power. What what, what are you thinking about that? They're they're coming up with a heist. So I think we should have a thing where um like to lead into that, where he's complaining to either like his wife or maybe not his wife, maybe some of his colleagues, like oh they're taking me up. I'm not going to see any more like action. Nothing exciting is going to happen anymore. And they're all kind of like joking with him, like well you never know. You could have a break in at the most top secret, like the most secretive place yeah. in the in the United States and then yeah cut yeah. to a major like world it's a joke power. yeah mm-hmm. maybe we move away yeah. from Nazis like you had said communist. and like the yeah communist Russia Stalin is like I know this is happening yeah yeah, yeah FDR won't tell me about it, it. The... <laughs> yes it's a metaphor oh, it's a metaphor for yeah that, I think that's good because they know that the US has weapons of mass destruction in this bunker thing mm. they need some too for some protection yeah Oh, that's good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the, the Americans aren't sharing. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay. Oh, that's great. Okay, so so the Russians are devising this this plan. The Soviets, I should say, are devising this plan to uh, take some of the different relics and not necessarily... Of course, we're not going to go back to the Ark of the Covenant, but other things that can cause serious damage and mm-hmm. also help defend against the Nazis. One yes. of his uh, co-workers should be very clearly a Russian spy. That he just doesn't pick oh. up on. Ooh, oh that's great! Like a blo- a big scar on his, yeah. on his cheek. Oh uh, yeah, I love American like food. I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> hey man, you know I it. could eat the burgers all day. <laughs> I cannot stand beets. I love eating many food. Yeah, no, I totally, totally. You, you get yes. my language, pal. 
or not Vladimir, but I think Roger. To incorporate Marshall's character back in, I think that he should the 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 Russian spy should in some way reveal himself at an inopportune time to Marshall's character, who's just like sweeping or cleaning or moving right, stuff yeah, around. Yeah, and he's like, and he catches him like speaking like, Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the idea of him kind of <laughs> feeling like he's in some way also security for this place. Like he's he's ever vigilant of these things that he doesn't know why, but he's protecting. He, he oh, takes okay. like a lot of pride. Yeah, he he doesn't know what he's protecting, but he feels like a lot of pride in being able to move these things around. So yes. he kind of catches Sport on. Place. He like he sneaks around. Well, no, he just realized. Yeah. Well, what I think what he thinks. Yeah. What what should he think is in the boxes? Uh, uh, I thought that was the whole point of Marshall's thing is that he was like kind of sneaking and. Uh, uh, like opening. Oh, so you think that he? Yeah, Marshall did say that. So, so he's opened a couple boxes and he's realized like, oh, these are this is some serious shit. This isn't yeah. soap. Right. Maybe this after he the Russian, maybe after he hears the Russian talking about like wanting to get into these boxes, he's like, why would he care about these boxes? And then he starts oh, going. Oh, that's in. good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Does he, yeah. So does he speak Russian or something? Yeah, that's what I was Ooh. gonna say. Like, he can understand it, but he can't speak it. But he can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good character. That's the thing I took a lot Russian of... one two in college. I know how to hear Russian. I just it's a good thing this isn't a written transcript. Otherwise, we'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of like that. So he get, he picks up a little bit of it. Yeah, 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 yeah like bits and pieces. It's for no reason. Maybe. Maybe maybe one of the boxes that he opened was uh was like Alexander the Great's I think it should be his mittens. Alexander the Great's mittens. <laughs> what? Yeah, Alexander the Great's mittens. Well, he which allows to him to understand Himalayas. Russian but not speak it. <laughs> uh, wow. No, okay. I love that, but it would have to be like it would have to be Napoleon's. Because Napoleon actually invaded Russia. So maybe like his mittens that he wore during the invasion that allow him to like understand. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good, yeah. So he could understand, so he could figure out what the Russians were doing. <laughs> didn't give him the ability to, to talk back. He understands that the Soviets want to uh, take some of these boxes, and uh, and now he's starting to realize there's some powerful stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he needs, he wait, needs to use a protector. Wait, I've got something that might be... What if? What about this? What if the translator he he's using is like... Uh, is Rasputin's uh, disembodied head or something like that that can still talk. Is that two out there? You want you, you want Rasputin's dis- his severed head to be like the comedic relief, like <laughs> let me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why? So you think that a bitter Rasputin actually gives him the uh, the plans? We're get we're get we're off the rails. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. You know what? Build an entirely you know new railroad. Artifact? <laughs> what is what? <laughs> <laughs> Rasputin's dick is pickled and on display. <laughs> it is actually a thing. I know that that I've heard that actually. <laughs> That's so <laughs> odd. This uh, told me that the Russians are planning to invade <laughs> a pickled dick. I think that I think that his his severed head should be in one box and across the warehouse should be his wiener and <laughs> that's his arc <laughs> yeah and Rasputin's like his character is like on the like a side story is him trying to roll across the whole warehouse <laughs> to get back to it <laughs> I'll tell you okay we're we off the rail no 
we're off the goddamn rails. We're off the damn rails. Okay, let me let, let to recap. Both of our characters get promotions in the warehouse that houses all of the relics. One of them is super upset about it. That's Major Eaton. The other one is is really stoked about it. That's Marshall's character, the the old man with the forklift. <laughs> the old man with the forklift overhears the Russian spy talking about an invasion. Either he's using Rasputin's severed head some, or some Napoleon's beans. mittens. <laughs> some um, some mixture of the two. And is now trying to... Now he's trying to warn Major Eaton about uh, an impending invasion. And Major Eaton's not really having it at first, but then the signs start to add up. The opportunity right. for jokes <clears throat> with Major Eaton and the guy running a forklift are like... It, like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited wow. for them meeting. Oh wow! <laughs> Did you say fork? <laughs> Anyways, I think that uh, the Russians are coming in, uh, or they have a secret team that's coming in, and it's up to Major Eaton and Forklift Guy to kind of combine together. And they look through some of the boxes, use some of these relics, and uh, and they fight off. Uh, the the Ruskies, the Soviets, the Reds, mm-hmm. and uh, I like that. and protect and protect the world. Wait, so 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 what relics should they use besides Rasputin's dick to defend the uh, Merlin's staff? Uh, Merlin, yes, Merlin's staff. That's excellent. Merlin's staff. Maybe like some some uh, some spear from Atlantis or something like that. He looks in a box and it's Excalibur in its stone. And he's trying to like get it out to defend himself, but he can't. He has to run away from the Russians. Uh, oh, the golden, the golden fleece, of course. Oh, that would be good. Oh, that'll like stop a. Oh, that's a good one. The entire time, Rasputin's trying to roll to the part with it where his dick's at, but he keeps getting like kicked away by in the scuffle. So the conclusion is them kind of coming together after they've defeated the Soviets, and they have this newfound mutual respect for one another. Yes. Yep. And yep. that's yes. And they're shaking hands, and they. And then, like, uh, pans away once again uh, through the warehouse. Um, and the last scene will be just Rasputin, like, realizing that his dick is completely useless without the rest of his body. Yeah, he gets it and he's like, well, now. <laughs> like, what do I do oh, now? No. <laughs> Wait, I didn't think this through. <laughs> uh, I like that. I love okay, it. That's a solid like movie. Cool. Awesome. Okay, well, that's a $4 million Easily, they can make so much money. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, they're already making another Indiana Jones. It said 2020. Yeah, I saw that. Really? Oh wow, exciting! I really like these movies. Is it ours? Yeah, it's ours. Oh okay. Wow. Yeah, they've been waiting. That's why it's 2020. (laughs) Come on! Soon as the bit party comes up with something, damn it. (laughs) Okay, so it's not an Indiana Jones movie or a Nazi movie, but hear me out. (laughs) <laughs> How about this? Major, remember, Major remember that Eaton. fat guy that George Lucas hates? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this uh, this important question: What are y'all gonna do with your money? Mm. So I gave this I gave this some good thought. If it's alright every, with everyone, I'm gonna go first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about using like. A plot of land, building up just just a simple like cave kind of structure, 
and then hiring people to come out, I don't know, on a maybe weekly or monthly basis and setting up new booby traps for me to just kind of like, cause that just seems like a fun way to spend like an afternoon or to take like people a, out. Like a kind of a, a wipeout kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah, it would be like a wipeout. Like an obstacle a course. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like an Indiana Jones style obstacle course. I think that would actually be pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, that, that, that's that's nice. That's that sounds that's fun. Thank you. Right, can I come? Yeah. Can I do it? <laughs> Hit us. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Um, Landis or Marshall, you want to uh, do this something? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, boys, do you know how many swords I could buy with a million dollars? Because I do. Probably all the ones in the movie. I've clicked on an article called How Much Does a Medium Quality Samurai Sword Cost? (laughs) 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 Uh, Apparently it's a thousand dollars. Deep deep down in the bowels of the internet. (laughs) What a compelling article. Is there some guy in a trench coat that's like posing on the top with a samurai sword? (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, but a, a thousand dollars. It's a thousand dollars, so I can quality. buy a thousand samurai. Medium quality samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, a thousand, a thousand medium a thousand quality. Medium, <laughs> a thousand medium quality samurai swords. That's what I'm spending it on. <laughs> You're my favorite. You're gonna hire an army? I'll, I'll, no, I'll just have a sword room. <laughs> This is gonna be the most dangerous room in America. <laughs> Whoa! Medium danger. Medium Whoa. danger ahead. Uh, okay, I like it. That's awesome, Marshall. What do you? Uh, so mine's you not yourself into. Mine's not super exciting. Um, <laughs> I'd really don't I'd bother. I'd really like a. Mm, I'd right. really like a submarine. I think that sounds cool. That's really boring. My ass. What the? F- that would be dope. What? They're sick. Yeah. Wow, Marsh, we're really on the same page here for these because I, I, I too want a vehicle, but uh, mine is more a reference to early in the film when uh, he's running away from the native South Americans, and he's heading towards his buddy on the sea, in the seaplane. I want to use my million to get a, a seaplane just like that mm-hmm. uh, to also go fishing. That was it. That's what that guy uses. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's oh, awesome. Yeah, you yeah. Can yeah just that go anywhere. Good. That offers yeah. you so chilling. much freedom, yeah. It's so like a good-sized plane. You'll be able to afford yeah. gas for it. I can bring a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can bring a friend, uh, and I'll just go fishing. And I just, I love, I love fishing. So <laughs> faster uh, than a boat. That's really, that's obviously what you use a seaplane for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, but that's really cool. I really like the seaplane idea. We forgot to do something. Sorry, everyone. This is only our second episode, but we forgot to name our movie. Oh, Ooh. we got to go back. We got to do it. We'll do it real quick, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll it leave back. it at that. So, right. no, no, we don't have to run it back. We're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're we're we're, we're keep going. Yeah. Don't look back. Never look back. Name it. Damn. All right. And then <laughs> and then say our goodbyes. No, isn't it? What what is what is our baby's name? Let's see. Night at the Paul Blart Mall. <laughs> 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 but you know, it really captures both of their both of their personas. If we call it two forklifters, but is is that what the movie's about, though? 
It's an artistic piece of it. We're really isolating an audience. <laughs> We're sorry. Um, uh, storage wars. Storage, storage wars. wars. <laughs> Damn it! Oh my god! That's so funny. Dude, that has to be it. I think that's it. I know that that's a show, but. I think we can afford the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, right. The studio, the studio will have to, the studio will have to pay for it. Oh, mm. I love that it's a Lucas Arts film. So like, oh my god, that's <laughs> fucking perfect. Storage Wars, Storage Wars, it is. I love it, man. It's, it works on so many levels. It's brilliant. <laughs> great. There it is. Great. Storage Wars. Marshall, Marshall, and I, we we have we have another film. All right, guys. Well, I, I think it's time to sign off. Bren, you wanna you wanna hit us with a with with a proper introduction? Sure. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, for Bit Party and the Cotta Brothers, I'm Brendan Cotta. I'm Jared Cotta. I'm Marshall Cotta. And I'm Landis Cotta. Watch out for Storage Wars coming to a theater near you. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at BitPartyPod. On Twitter, you can share your own BitPart movie ideas and vote for which pitch you liked best. Let us know if you think we made the right choice or let a good movie slip through our fingers. If you'd like to send us an email, we're at BitPartyPod at gmail.com. Join us next time when we watch Alec Baldwin try desperately to get Jeffrey Jones out of his house. Until then... We've been the Cotter Brothers, and this has been Bit Party, our ode to the bit parts that stole our hearts.